0: What's up, Browns fans? It's Jonathan here, listening from New York. And you guys are listening to the Dog Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Hoo, hoo.
1: Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Cop,
2: Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Dogs. We're always looking for more fan intros, so head to thedogspodcast.com to leave us a voicemail. Uh, You just go to thedogspodcast.com, hit the drop-down menu, tap the voicemail, record it right into your phone. Uh, Super easy, get your intro on the show. Uh, Today we have a special guest, Chad Brillante from ESPN Radio out of Pensacola will be joining us. Uh, before we get into all of that, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you click the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, just another reminder, we started a TikTok. We're joining the young man's game. You can find <laughs> us on TikTok, TikTok. I almost called it Tic Tac. Uh, <laughs> you can also, we also just started a Patreon page. So if you're interested in that, just go to thedogspodcast.com. Uh, and click uh, join the dogs in the drop-down menu. We got... You get The stuff we usually put out is on there early. we got some exclusive content we're going to be adding to that. So if you're interested in that, it's just all Browns fans. Uh, check out our Patreon page. Um, also, you can still continue to vote for what you think the Browns record is going to be. Just go to the slash schedule. Uh, vote on the 2021 Browns record. Just go game by game and pick. Do we have a quick update or no? Quick
1: update. Um, and I'm pulling this from memory, but it was 14-3. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's still the Chiefs the first Ravens game, and then the Packers.
2: Okay. Okay. So the three losses. Get your votes in. We're going to keep that up until, you know, through training camp up until the preseason. Uh, so without further ado, we'd like to bring Chad Brillante into the show. Uh, we promised this, you know, I think a few weeks ago, and then we had some technical difficulties, yeah. then vacation, so it kind of got put on hold. But, hey, we made it happen. Thanks for being with us today.
3: No, guys, appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to it. We're, you know <laughs> – Like one Johnny Manziel hangover from football
2: season. (laughs) (laughs) That's a crazy hangover.
3: Yeah, I'll never. I mean, we're excited. Half of college football isn't even the game. I mean, I think a lot of like the teams we cover down here with Alabama, Florida, Florida State, uh, Auburn, LSU. You don't even have to make it in to the stadium and it's uh you're like man that was one of the best college football games i ever was at (laughs) from what i remember
2: yeah (laughs) you go missing and they find you three days later later in a new york nightclub so we got some questions lined up for you we got it kind of broken up a little bit about uh you know kind of some brown specific and then some more general league questions um some more modern you know news right now with the browns and with the dolphins you know kind of down in your area there's been a lot of talk about Xavion Howard wanting out of Miami. Um what are you hearing on that front?
3: Well, I think right now with Miami they're building around their defense and you can see that Flores came in, he learned the Bill Belichick ways in New England and he's brought that mentality. It's it's a you saw that with Mike Vrabel and what he brought to the table in Tennessee and you're seeing the same stuff. They're just a physically uh, team that's going to beat you up but I don't think they're going to get rid of him just based on uh, he, he might be unhappy but it seems like Aaron Rogers has been ha- unhappy now for what 20 years so <laughs> it, sometimes we just a lot of these guys once the season gets closer I, I think he'll say him and Jones back there uh, really was a huge part of their success and uh, he led the uh, the league uh, probably half from Jameis Winston in one game but uh, it led the league in, in overall turnovers and I think he can do it again so I I think that'd be a good play. But Cleveland spent a lot of money in the secondary this year. And to add a piece like that is going to be expensive because, you know, his price is not cheap right now.
2: You it, say, you know, worst case scenario for the Dolphins, if they were to try to part. Um, I've been seeing like a second or fourth and greedy. Do you think that's realistic or you think it's going to take more than that? I've been hearing, you know, they might demand a first.
3: It, I think it would have to be a first, and and they know that. I mean, the, right now they would be to me they'd be stupid if they didn't because the uh, right now Howard is produced and guys in the secondary you can see sometimes you pay a guy and he doesn't show up. You know, I saw a stat the other day that Vince Wilfork has double the amount of interceptions that Jamal Adams has in his career, but you're not <laughs> going to hear that too many places when you look at that paycheck. So uh, a lot of times people are going to look at a guy in the secondary. Once you pay him, you might not get the results. There's a few guys out there like Jalen Ramsey uh, that usually show up, but, you know, we don't like him that much anyway. So let's move on from that question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, well, I guess we'll uh, kind of see what unfolds on that front. I'm kind of with you. I don't see him leaving, but, you know, it seems like every offseason somebody gets mad and then they kind of get over it so we'll see how it goes uh we'll you're in on. miami
3: you have a lot of things to, to move on you know just yeah. And there's, do a pretty, trick there.
2: there's no income tax down there right no
3: and, and well half the people i'm not sure 100 percent are even from this country when we, miami <laughs> see the more south you get the, 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 the truth of the matter is the more south you get in florida the less real south it becomes you know the the wrangler type commercials with the Golden Retriever in the back of the pickup truck. That's more of this area. Um, don't let the hair fool you. But then on the other side, down south, yes, it's more of the, you know, you see a lot of the salsa, Latin, uh, It's it's and it's. Um, I grew up down there in a beautiful area and I uh, love the beaches, so.
2: Awesome. Nice. No income tax would be enough for me to go down. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, you know. Can't answer your question. No, I,
3: I I just completely went like that to that question. I don't know income tax.
2: <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, that's all right. Well, hey, uh, Josh, why don't we let you ask this one? Because you know, Baker, you're a big Baker guy, so.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we wanted to get kind of an outsider's perspective on this, and I just want to see exactly how we. So, what, what would your view be of Baker Mayfield from your outsider perspective? Is he like a franchise QB that we think he is? Or, I mean, what do you think?
3: I think there's a couple things. Uh, when John Dorsey was the one that interviewed him at the time, correct? When he was the general manager? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, when, when he interviewed, he talked about, there was a couple guys even, and you, and you guys probably all know this. It's like, yeah, we, we do this for a living. But when it comes down to it, he was talking about how there was guys that had better Overall ratings when it came to if you took something like a Madden number from guys like Josh Allen. But when he talked to Baker Mayfield, he had that it factor. And I think you see that uh, he had a couple bad games. He started off hot when he came in for half the season as a rookie. And then all of a sudden, he starts to fade back. He comes back with a really good season last year where, you know, Cleveland had a number of opportunities. I- I'm with y'all. I- I'm not a Cleveland Brown fan, but still you got screwed helmet to helmet. Something's got <laughs> to right? change in that. <laughs> playoffs. I mean, that's it's atrocious that a team can get that far and has been waiting for so long and, and for something like that to happen because it, you can review everything. And, you know, sometimes these refs will trot their ass over there for, you know, 30 minutes and look under this thing like they're ordering Chinese, but they can't. I mean, you can't review something that's so obvious. Yes, um, yes. I thought, yeah, they've got to change that rule. But Pre- to get back to Baker, I think he's going to he's going to be somebody that is always going to try hard. He, he He's embracing the city, commercials. The, the more relevant you are in that jersey, the more it plays a part in saying, I want to be with that city. I mean, there was a contract in basketball, Marquise Morris, I think. And probably wasn't a huge contract or pizza budget, but he couldn't leave the city because he had a commercial. So he couldn't get traded. He was like in New Orleans. He was wanting to leave. And they're like, no, nope, you got you to gotta fly back here and do our pizza commercials. And he's like, well, I'm not going to get traded then. So uh, gonna, uh, I think he's going to be here for a while. And, and I, I like Mayfield. I just think he's in a time right now of a ton of good young quarterbacks that are coming up. If you look at Justin Herbert, if you look at Joe Burrow, who is going to be around, and I know that it's not something you guys want to hear about, unless it's another injury, but um, when it comes down to guys that we see, even like Josh Allen, who grew up before our eyes, Patrick Mahomes is obviously a talent. Uh, I sometimes get in the way when people are like, oh, you saw what did in the Super Bowl. I was like, okay, guy's been in the, really as a starter three years, and he's made three AFC title games and been to two Super Bowls. Like, I'm sorry, where are we setting the bar now? <laughs> like, what else do you want from this guy? But right. uh, there's just so many good young quarterbacks. So, Baker Mayfield, to answer your question, I would say I, I do think highly of him. Uh, I think he's a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type guy. He'll have a great game, and then have that game against the New York Jets where you're watching – and I'm, I'm looking and saying, why the hell would I start him on my fantasy football team? So I, those kind of things are there's there's good days and bad days when it comes to Baker. But I think there's going to be more good ahead. Well, that's funny you say that,
1: because I, re- I remember that Jets game. I had Baker in my fantasy lineup <laughs> and the night before it said uh, all the wide receivers on the roster are out for tomorrow's game. I'm like, well, he's out of my because <laughs> right. Who's going yeah, to help? Yeah, no, it doesn't help at all. <laughs>
2: okay. I will say, of, of all the, the good young quarterbacks that have come into the league the last couple of years, and I don't know if any quarterback has faced more of an uphill climb than Baker. Maybe I'm biased. But to take over a 1-31 team in it was what is arguably one of the toughest divisions in football, and basically a franchise that's just been turmoil for 20-plus years, to all of a sudden have him as playoff contenders and even Super Bowl contenders, I mean, I get he might not be a top three, five quarterback, but... I think he's a guy that's worth hitching the wagon to.
3: But he can. I mean, there, uh, sometimes people don't – you look at a guy and there's no way – like Taysom Hill down here, a lot of Saints fans in this area. But Taysom Hill, he can only do so much as a everyday quarterback. He doesn't – I mean, he threw 55% when he was at BYU. Baker Mayfield showed that, you know, he went from an Uber driver at Texas Tech in intramural football to going to a national title – I mean, or a college football playoff to – going and winning the Heisman Trophy and then being the number one pick. Uh, nobody, people like that, that that have success rates like that, you, you sort of want to get out of their way. You, I mean, because it, he's obviously proven that he's done it against other people telling him throughout his career that he couldn't. And uh, look, I mean, the progress, like you said, one win from the Hugh Jackson era and who was only good to come down here for the senior bowl and visit us. (laughs) When it comes down to uh, everything with with uh, Baker, I think there is a a lot of good. But that division uh, is just so brutal. I mean, especially with Burrow healthy and, you know, Big Ben, if he we'll see which big Ben shows up and, and who knows at this point, just keep them out of the box down here in Georgia. So
4: <laughs> shots fired. Um, so we have a, an ongoing beef, I would say with Ravens fans, uh, you know, from day to day, week to week, every time we do an episode. So if you had to pick a guy to be your quarterback right now for the next 10 years, would you pick Baker Mayfield or would you go with Lamar Jackson?
2: Keep in mind before you answer, if you say Lamar, we're going to be super mad and yell at you. And if you say Baker, YouTube's going to chew you out.
3: One of the shows that we have down here is a former Buffalo Bills coach, uh, Kay Stevenson. And he actually just calls him. I mean, he's, he's in that area. He's almost 80 years old. So he thinks differently, but he's like, nah, Lamar's he's a running back. I'm like, Okay, well, sure, you know, like he's said, but he just can't get it through his head that, you know, he can throw the ball. I- I'm I'm going with Baker uh, for a lot of reasons. If Lamar Jackson survives 10 years playing the way he does, uh, playing Frogger out there, then, I, I mean, honestly, at this point, uh, th- we'd all be shocked. I- you don't want to see it happen, but if you look at the track record of Robert Griffin III or Michael Vick before he was barking up the wrong tree, if you know what I mean, but everything with, <laughs> with what's going on, I-, I think we understand that, this is a guy that he he has to stop. And a, you, you cannot do that for your whole career. Even the Steve Youngs and Andrew Lux, the hits that they take, uh, it, it, I just, you don't want to wish it on anyone, even though I'm sure some of your fans. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm wishing <laughs> it, bro. I'll be that guy. Well, I'll well, be that guy. Hurt. Who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that Heisman, uh, whatever they had back there with RG3 and Mark Ingram, that's fine. Just get rid of the other piece. But um, I, I think... I would rather have Baker Mayfield, not by a lot. I mean, the guy won an MVP, so I'm not going to diss and and act like I haven't seen his talents. And once he gets rolling, there's nobody in the field that can catch him. You know, what him and Tyreek Hill do on a football field is sometimes insane, making other fast people look like, and I don't know, you guys might be a little fast, but... like us, so <laughs> I'm
4: not. I'm not yeah.
3: fast. So y'all can concur. That. Yeah, we're, we're not scooting around anywhere real quick. <laughs> yeah. Blake,
4: Blake is by far the fastest one of all of us, and uh, <laughs> he just had uh, knee surgery yeah. not yeah. long ago.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, yeah. My argument with uh, when I argue with Ravens fans, which is all the time because they're the biggest fans of our show, uh, it's, I, I think he's a very dynamic, extremely good player. I, by no means do I think he's a bad player at all. I just say he's not an elite-level thrower of the football, and that gets them so riled up they just can't believe it because you know he had a 65% completion percentage, so he's John Elway. It's, it's just, <laughs> they cannot fathom the fact that I don't think he's an elite-level thrower. Now, because he runs so well and he's so dynamic – People are wide open. he can throw a duck thirty yards and they'll catch it, and it looks like a good throw, but I don't trust him to sit in the pocket and make thirty throws outside the numbers day in and day out and be good at it
3: what what is he and he's what one and three in the playoffs yeah, uh, I mean, that's me. right. <laughs> It's, uh, that's, and that's the thing is people don't understand. And, you know, at this point in the show, this is where maybe like my screen or somebody comes in and pushes me out of the way when I admit this. But, I, you know, being from Boston, I'm a Patriot fan. So oh, I'm not going to talk like so this. Sad. But yeah, all of a sudden, like, all right. We, like, whoever, whatever single person might have liked this interview now is like, get them out of here. But um, I could have dressed like our quarterback and wore a Mary Poppins uniform here today, but I did not. So um, it's just, it's something that you look at right now and I think with Lamar Jackson, that stat, watching guys like Tom Brady or watching certain quarterbacks that get better in the playoffs, Lamar Jackson, even the game they won against Tennessee, it wasn't like he wowed the crowd. He made one first down at the end, but it was more of a defensive grind the entire game. And and I think in that game that he played against the chargers, I mean, Gus Bradley brought a really innovative defensive scheme and there was nothing he could do. He had negative yards in his first game by the end of the third quarter, negative yards overall. But I think it's something that you look at Lamar Jackson and, until he proves that he can get through that because some quarterbacks just need the time and and they finally find it. But right now a good defensive scheme and game planning for him can shut him down because you can, you can, if you can guard the guys and contain them easier than a guy that can throw it deep, like a Josh Allen or a player like Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield scrambles around making plays as well, but is a way better thrower. So yeah, I, I mean, Lamar's got to prove himself in the playoffs before he gets a lot of credit from me as an elite type quarterback in my mind.
2: That's what we
1: like to hear. Yeah, because Baker, didn't he win his first playoff game?
3: He did.
5: At one point, he was 1-0. 100% (laughs) win percentage in the playoffs. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so uh, we're a few months now removed from the draft. um, And Cleveland, you know, it's been kind of talked about that they hit on maybe one of the biggest steals in the draft. Kind of getting your uh, thoughts on JOK. Um, did you think he'd go in the first round? Were you surprised he fell into the second? And uh, what do you kind of think of him as a player?
3: Well, you know, I think one of the things is when you look right now at, at a team like Cleveland, there was a lot of different, like, it, it, they spent a lot of money in the offseason when it came to the secondary. And, you know, the, the wide receiving core, it's been one of these that it's been uh, all over the place. But having the opportunity, and what pick was it again? Do you know, remember 52, when? 52? 52, 52 Yep. 52nd overall pick. Okay, because I want to make sure that, yeah. It, it was, I think it's something that a lot of Browns uh, Browns fans, they they looked at the opportunity to get the guy, and, and they really, at that point, I'm uh, making sure, hold on one second, um, make sure. So that was your first overall pick? Uh, second. Yeah, it would second. have been our
5: second, second round. So first overall, we took the cornerback, Newsome. Um, And we were kind of, you know, we did a live show. We were kind of high mm-hmm. on JOK at that pick at 26. We thought that um, he was going to be taken even before we got there. And then all of a sudden, you know, there were some things that came out about him with his uh, heart, heart issues and teams kind of stayed away from him and uh, getting him at 52. I mean, we were shocked to, you know, get him on day two of the draft.
3: Well, I mean, and the, I think the only reason why you look and, and say the possibility of him not going higher is his size. It's sort of that hybrid size. But today, people have proven that. I mean, maybe the best player on defense, he's very underrated, even though he's still a superstar, is is watching Darius Leonard play for Indianapolis. I mean, that guy, but he was 220 pounds, and a lot of people said that he's not. he wasn't going to start. And, and look, I mean, he's everywhere on the field, and he's going to be around – you know, the AFC for a while and that's right. scary for everybody but I, I see that the the possibility in the same way because you know you talk about Notre Dame and watching them play and I think a lot of people understand that yeah, when a guy stands out almost on every play on defense it's he's got to be something you know like the the Zach Thomases of the world the, the Luke Keekleys, there's those guys that are always around the ball. And he's been one of those kind of guys for a while. So I, I think, yeah, it's definitely a steal because he was ranked, I think, in the uh, the top 20 overall players. And to go that far down is, is really a steal. And Cleveland's done a heck of a job over the last couple of years to me in the general management department. And they're making moves. And the sad part is there's... St- the, the amount of money on some of the biggest names are the ones that haven't come through where some of the guys like Tiller on the offensive line or Trotter and these guys have stepped up and become uh, what is maybe top three offensive lines in the NFL now. So it's, it's um, I think it's going to be really, really intriguing to see a lot of the money they spent on guys like Johnson from, from uh, over the Rams, because he's another guy, high value, didn't have to spend as much, although they did They did fork up a little. But uh, talking about the opportunity to bring a guy like that, that might not be a household name yet. But if you watch him play, he was ranked in the top five in almost every statistical category in his department. So, um, you know, that's and he's going after the, the best defense. But, yeah, I think he's going to fit in right away and, and, and play.
5: Yeah, that, I think we're kind of in the – we agree with you that we think that he's going to be a key player on their defense that was – very lackluster uh, <laughs> yeah. last year so we're uh, we're definitely looking forward to that uh, coming training camp going into preseason
3: it's and and I don't know enough about Greg Newsom uh, to talk and say that you know I, I know everything about him I did watch Northwestern have a, a, a really good defense and learning under Pat Fitzgerald you know that mentality is going to, to carry over I mean, he has he's not they're not going to go after a guy like that unless you know, for a fact that, and a lot of you have probably seen it more being, you know, towards the Midwest more than a lot of people down here, but Northwestern had one of the better defenses last year. And uh, so I'm not going to act like I know a ton about Newsom, but if from just that alone, if you're one of the best defense players on one of the best defenses, and it's pretty good.
2: Yeah. I'd say if Newsom played at Alabama, people would have talked about him as a -hmm. top 15 pick. Um, Mm -hmm. So this was a question we had, you know, when we were going to do this about a month ago. Uh, I've been on the, the side where I said if you took the this roster and called them the Packers or you called them the Chiefs or the Steelers, people would be picking us to go 15-2 and two or something crazy. But because we're the Browns, we're still catching a lot of hate. Well, Marcus Spears actually came on ESPN and said that he thought we had the best roster on paper in the AFC. Is that something you agree with or do you think that's a stretch?
3: Well, I mean, I think it's – you look at Kansas City who was the bar last year in the AFC and Cleveland was really a couple plays i know the injury at the end of the game but still they i mean they played with them i to me they proved it last year pittsburgh's only getting older cincinnati's not ready yet they they have too many holes and baltimore they're sneaky I, and as you guys know like I don't know how to say it like when they they looked last year like they were awful and then all of a sudden you flip the the switch and they're like the best team and it's like I, that's so you never know who's going to show up on a daily basis but they've got a good roster as well I, I gotta say I know New England's made a lot of moving pieces outside of the quarterback but watching Cam Newton play last year I mean at this point I, I, I mean, the words to keep this like, family without going George Carlin <laughs> on everybody, I don't want <laughs> to, there's, there's nothing I can say good. I mean, he, he can't complete the, the five yard screen pass right now. Like a kid in the yard, if we're at like Thanksgiving and just throwing the pigskin and, like, Cam had the ball, and my daughter was like 10 feet away. I'd be like, All right, honey. And he's like, stay away from the road. And she's like, We're not near the road. Be like, That's where the ball's about to go. Um, it's, yes. <laughs> he, it's just bad. I, Mac Jones will be starting soon enough. Uh, Bill Belichick's only got so many of those faces before he's he's off the side. I mean, <laughs> but uh, he did have COVID last year. I mean, I'll give him a chance because we've seen the good of Cam Newton. But uh, for, for a team like Cleveland, to get back to the rosters, I would say yes. I think that they have at least a top three or four roster in the AFC for sure. And I think top five overall. I mean, the complete roster, the moves they made in the offseason, I like them as a top five. And Nick Chubb is is just I mean, he's he's really good. <laughs> yes, he is.
1: Where where would you rank Nick
2: Chubb, you know, as far as running backs yeah. in the league? Getting off script here a little yeah. bit. Um oh, I don't know if you saw Ladanian Tomlinson put a list down, didn't even have him in the top five.
3: Well, I mean, uh, Ladany and Thomason maybe took more hits than we thought them for learning <laughs> without running the in front of I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, some of these guys. Uh, uh, Chris Sims uh, made a comment that Kyler Murray is is three spots ahead of right now uh, <laughs> Tom Brady in his quarterback ranking, and I was like, okay, at this point, I just like well, we're done here. <laughs> like maybe maybe he had more concussions, but you have a guy that can't like even get a screen pass, but he's three spots ahead of the guy that just. Last year had 50 touchdowns and won the Super Bowl in his first year with that team. I'm going to have to pass on that. But um, I think it's, uh, I, I would say, yeah, it, Nick Chubb to me is a top five running back. Uh, I think, and, and look at it too. I mean, how many people have another guy like Hunt who would be starting on about 25 teams in the NFL and they had to split the bulk of the work in a lot of ways? It was more, I mean, obviously it was more Chubb, but still, if, And most teams don't have that. So they would get more carries if they're the elite running back. And um, I think when he does run, the breakaway speed, yeah. We got the other half of Georgia down here, but uh, we'll we'll take Chubb. And you guys can have Michelle if you want to, like, switch it (laughs) around.
1: No, I think we're good on that
2: one. I think I saw his reason for Chubb not being top five was he said he didn't have breakaway speed, which tells me he's never watched a Browns game. Yeah. And then – um does he have more
3: long touchdowns than any running back in the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, steals that
2: and uh I know he averaged that on no
3: statistical no I just I'm just for <laughs> <right>. <laughs> does that sound good, guys? Uh, yeah. great. <laughs> yep. I just it seems like he's always breaking away a touchdown.
2: And I know he, I think he averaged ten yards of carry in the fourth quarter. Uh and other than um, carries and yards, he's basically number one in every other statistical category over Derrick Henry. Just Derrick Henry gets so many carries.
4: Yeah, I think if he had like Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook's workload, Nick Chubb mm-hmm. would be a top three easy. He'd be a 2,000 yard running
2: back,
1: yeah.
4: probably. He, yeah. yeah. We'd be talking about him and stuff, yeah. like Derrick Henry.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he was neck and neck with Henry two years ago until
2: yeah. Freddie screwed him yeah. out of the rushing title. Yep. Yeah. So about, we, yeah. we don't like to talk about Freddie Kitchens on this show. <laughs>
1: like a, a he who must not be named a uh, thing for him. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right.
2: So we'll, we'll kind of transition into, you know, some more general league questions here uh, with the addition of the, you know, the extra game. How do you think that's going to impact teams in the league? And do you think the NFL is going to do anything as far as records? Or, I mean, you know, the season has gotten longer before and I don't think they've done anything. So do you think, you know, how will the extra game affect the record books?
3: I think it's – I mean, the stats are going to obviously be a little bit different. But at one point, remember, it was a uh, 14-game season because I have to watch Mercury Morris every single time get up there and do that stupid dance in front of the yes. Patriots in a perfect season and pop in the bottle. So uh, the 72 Dolphins only had to win 14, and then they won three after that. But it, it changes – I had to point that out to everybody, but but <laughs> right, it, like right. it, yeah, just to make sure everyone got that. But uh, when it comes down to it, I, I think it's not going to affect them as much. These guys, they're they're all capable of going out there. One less preseason game, and whatever they have to do to shuffle it up. But it's I think we we start a lot of times today just because the media likes to jump on things. They get real over the top on things. These guys are all capable of playing one more football game. I mean, if, if it's the playoffs, nobody ever says like, oh, bless their hearts. They, they got one more game till the Super Bowl. You know, they don't they don't they, it's like, yeah, they, they all want to play if they you know, they would have if Kansas City and Tampa had to win a two game series, they would have been out there the next Sunday and, and had a chance. But it's it, I don't think it's going to affect people as much. The stats will be a, a, a little bit different. But half these guys are getting hurt before a full 16-game schedule before anyway. So, you know, the Christian McCaffrey and the Alvin Kamara stats, a lot of them are already skewed when it comes to that. So I, I don't know if it's going to change a lot. But it, it will get a little adjusting. And people are going to uh, are going to showboat that, you know. Receivers are going to be like 101 reception chains when maybe they only had 96, but it wouldn't look as cool in gold, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, So, when we were coming up with these questions list, uh, you know, Julio hadn't been traded yet, and we were going to ask you what you thought his trade value was. Well, now we know. So, my question now is, what do you think his impact is on the Titans? Does he elevate them to, you know, are they unstoppable?
3: well he went to a team where he doesn't have to be everything and they're not depending on him to be everything it's still Derrick Henry's team and you know their mentality is to, to hit you I mean Mike Rabel physical grind now see they have the players and it seems like the scheme Dan Campbell seems like he wants to eat somebody but the difference is they're the worst roster maybe in the NFL so he's like we're gonna get you and then the guy in the corner you know in this, in this fight you know just like David keep walking <laughs> Like Goliath. <in> <laughs> I mean you got to give him an A for effort. It's like the kid that keeps running back in there to fight the guy five feet taller and keeps pushing him back. But uh, I think it's it's something where for a team that when you see the opportunity uh, for Julio Jones, he doesn't have to be everything. Where in Atlanta, I think Matt Ryan just, (laughs) I mean, I don't think they're ever the same after that amazing catch in the Super Bowl that I think I broke a chair watching and then all of a right. sudden the next thing you know they go backwards twice which there's just some things that are unacceptable to me like in sports like you just like hitting a home run and missing a base something like that you know, <laughs> you know those things you just you can't do and Atlanta ruined that game and Julio Jones should be go, going down as a hero for that catch on the sidelines and uh, instead uh, they ruined that moment I don't think the uh, the chemistry was ever the same after that but um, Julio, he's, he's a little bit older, but he's still got some, uh, some wheels, and he's on a contender now. I, I think he jumped up a page onto a contending team compared to uh, – as much as your division is going to be tough, the South is going to be that bad. So <laughs> when it comes to the AFC South, that is an awful division.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm going to skip over one here real quick since you mentioned the AFC South. Let's talk mm-hmm. about uh, Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. <laughs> What What's your mm-hmm. take on Urban Meyer, you know, transitioning from, well, not straight from the college game, you know, from the college game to the booth to the NFL? Well, how do you think he's going to do?
3: Well, I don't think his granddaughters are old enough to play volleyball. So if they start losing, he can't get out yet. <laughs> but <laughs> right.
4: when,
3: when, when it comes down down here, uh, my dad's a Florida Gator alumni and we're watching at a uh, this Thai restaurant and he looks up at the screen and Urban's gone. And it said health issues, which anybody that has health issues, you never want to you know, take that and call somebody out. It's just not a good look. And, and at the same time, though, like to see him a week later, he's out there on ESPN with the tie, and he's like, "Hey, I'm like, thought you left because of health issues, or was it because Tim Tebow left and you didn't have a backup plan?" <laughs> but it, I think, uh, you know, in Ohio State. Uh, there's the good and the bad he's the most he's like honestly he's that girl that you you know is crazy but she's so hot you're like i have to date her like like it's like like one of these that like you know coming in that house like man i want to go grab a beer with the guys i don't want to be here she makes you watch these wedding shows but you're like but look, you know, and, and that's <laughs> Urban Meyer. It's like you, you you want to hate him. I know Ohio State fans do, people at Florida. But then all those winning ways he gave championships, and and you know, without there's only two or three people out there in this world that could do what Urban Meyer did. And Nick Saban's down here, and and people <laughs> look at that. But then there's the baggage that comes with it. You know, the two weeks of having to to talk about it when he might have knew about a coach that was abusing his his ex-wife at the time. And, and I, I just, I don't know. He There was a most uh, report on arrest when it came down to Florida at 33. But to get to Jacksonville, his success, he's got a young team. And there is a lot of talent on that roster, but it's also – raw. I mean, it's a, a, lot of these guys, they've never proven anything in the NFL and for people, if they want to correlate what you see in college, to the NFL, that's, that's never worked. I mean, ask a sixth rounder from Michigan or, you know, <laughs> other people like that. So it doesn't always work out that way. Uh, because you know, Tim couch probably is not signing as many autographs in Cleveland these days. That's probably.
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, time heals all wounds. I love Tim couch. now. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Weeden is uh, now
3: at least he just got his ARP card in the mail. So oh, <laughs> Tom now? hasn't healed Jeez. that wound yet. Yeah, oh. not that well. he's still not welcome back. Uh, <laughs> is he still under the flag? Is are we still not under? <laughs> <the flag? laughs>
4: I was at that game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's such a I, I've been
4: at some real bad ones, but um, I'll uh, I'll take it to back to the AFC North um, and a team that I would not, I don't particularly like at all. But how do you think the Steelers will perform in 2021? Um, do you think the offensive line is better, and do you think Big Ben will play at high enough level for 17 games? <laughs>
3: Uh, uh, no, I, I do not. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, dog.
4: Right? I feel everything Love you're it. saying.
3: <laughs> yeah. They were like that, whatever, you know, when, when people said, what the blank is Deutsche coin or something like that. They were that last year. Like, all of a sudden, these people are buying houses off of it at 11 0. Like, where did this come from? And then you start, so then everybody starts to watch them. And you're like, okay, if you could find the game, we couldn't even get the game against Washington where they lost down here. They just literally did not have the game on because it was on a Wednesday. But it was, um, it, we were watching, you know, that team, and you go, "This team's not that good," and then you guys just dismantled them at the end, which was <laughs> awesome. I mean, it was uh, to watch that. And uh, Steeler fans take over every bar, so uh, I know your hatred oh, yeah. to them. Like they, or my friend's about 6'9", 270 pounds, and he's a Miami Dolphin fan, and he goes to a place in Orlando, Florida, where I went to college at UCF, and. We just claim all your titles, anyways. So it doesn't matter. But when it comes down to it, it's something where we're we're sitting there in Orlando, Florida, and he's trying to watch the Dolphins, and the whole bar's like, "No, we don't turn it from the Steelers." And he's like, "Are you serious? It's not like it's not supposed to happen in Florida, but they, they take over, and you know, they, they really don't care what anyone else thinks, and, and and let them know, and and they hate Patriot fans just as much. Uh, you know, we we've always hated them, but uh, when it comes down to it. I think that they're they're not going to be as good this year. They just and the offensive line. How can you be as good when you lose the value of names like yeah. Pouncey and Castro and Villanueva? I mean, these guys, those guys were Pro Bowlers, borderline for a long time. Getting older. I mean, maybe some of these young guys can step in, but no, I think they're trending they're not going to fade away. Their defense is way too good with guys like Fitzpatrick or Bud Dupree. I mean, they've got, they've got players all over Devin Bush, but the, I don't see any better this year than a 10 and seven, nine and eight at best. I, that's, that's where I see them this year.
2: Speaking of the Steelers taking over, they took over Zach's house. Yeah. My wife's, my wife's a Steelers fan. My yeah. wife's like literally
5: every fan that, uh, I I would hate is what my wife is. She likes the Yankees and I'm an Indians fan. She likes Uh, the Yankees. So I've been there, went to the playoff game a few years ago and the Yankees beat us in game five. We were there. Uh, She's an Alabama fan, uh, which doesn't uh, bode well in the household either. I'm not a Ohio state fan. I'm an Oklahoma fan. So I was a Baker fan before he was in Cleveland. So, um,
3: yeah, I said an Alabama fan, Tile the back wall here.
5: He's a He said it was finished. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> uh, talking about a quarterback, obviously, that you've uh, watched over the years, being a fan of the New England Patriots. Now he's in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Um, hmm. How many years How many years do you think he's got left uh, to play? I know that, you know, it's crazy. There's a report that came out and said he just played with a torn MCL the whole last year. season. So, you know, I mean, what he's been able to do at his age... Um, he hasn't showed, you know, any signs of really slowing down. So uh, what do you think?
3: Well, I know uh, up in Cleveland, got some good restaurants and good places to eat, but uh, maybe we all should try this kale crap. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man, but whatever he's doing is working. And, uh, you know, he's, a, he's just one of those guys, you know, like no matter what you've done in life, there's always that guy. Like you you work hard and you get a two-story home and a brand new car, and then the guy next to it builds a three-story home and and buys one of those extended – limos that you didn't even know people could just drive around on an everyday basis. But that's Tom Brady. I mean, he, he, every time somebody thinks he can't, I mean, we have a lot of, there's the Tom Brady haters. uh, They're always are going to be out there just because he's so unathletic compared to some of the other elite quarterbacks. I mean, you look at Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson and even a guy like Baker Mayfield and they can, they can create athletic plays, you know, Memes are done of Tom Brady when he takes off, like, in the Super Bowl against the <laughs> Eagles. When he's like, and, right. and people get mad that, like, the, the greatest athlete of all time, maybe, in sports is, is a guy that barely can, you know, run and hang out with his kids on a basketball court. But it's, like, uh, one of these kind of things where I think he's – I'm never going to say he can't do something because it, it was proven – Last year was a wake-up call. The two teams in sports that nobody are ever going to feel bad for in football are Patriot fans and Alabama fans because, like, nobody wants to hear their whining. No Cleveland fan wants to hear any crap from pretty much anybody when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let alone a guy that's been like, oh, I'm sorry, you had, what, 14 AFC title games in, like, 18 years, and you're complaining now, but your guy looks like the uh, the man in the yellow hat from Curious George coming into the games. But um, it's, it, it just is – one of these that I think overall, if you talk about Tom Brady, he had 50 touchdowns last year, and he's still making plays. And, and the way that he he got every player to come back for Tampa. I mean, when I say he, Bruce Aarons, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. Uh, every uh, put that, yeah, Bruce the coach. Uh-huh. But um, after that bye week, Tom Brady pretty much took over play calling, and they went nine to zero. I mean, that was the conversation down here. So, and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to change things up when he." did the four here and people started laughing at him and you can see him probably like pondering like in the back, like, oh yeah, you all laughing at me. All right. And then they don't lose the rest of the year. But um I think uh, Tom Brady is and until he proves that he's going to have a bad year, I'm not uh, I, I'm expecting another Super Bowl probably. I mean that's as sad as it is, it, it's hard to say that Tampa's not the favorite, even though a team like Kansas City or you know some of these other teams, you might look at the roster. But I think Tampa wins it again because uh, I've seen it so many times in New England. Uh, let
1: me jump in here real quick with a, uh, a Patriots-related question, since you're a Patriots fan. And we've done a couple segments on some shows about Nikhil Harry and whether or not he's worth trading for for like a six-round pick or something. You know, former first-rounder. What's your take on Nikhil Harry? Real quick, you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can have
2: them. You're the only one,
1: Josh.
3: Okay, Josh Shit. is the,
2: Josh for some reason would give up his firstborn child for Nikhil <laughs> Harry, <laughs> and the rest of us are like, You
3: can just keep
2: <laughs> him. <laughs>
3: well, Josh, I mean, the guy has skill, and it's funny because I, Probably ramble on, have these questions, and then it takes for 20 minutes. I get to a short, simple question. But now nah, for this one, not nah, just take them. That's all I got. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Fair enough. He's got talent, Josh, but uh, I wouldn't. His route running, I, I mean, maybe playing with Cam Newton doesn't help. Uh, but he that didn't help anybody yeah, last year. Yeah, but Baker Mayfield's not really the type of quarterback to me that is going to work for a Nikhil Harry. And what I mean is, he needs a guy. That's more of a systematic run to a spot, turn the ball is going to be there. Where Baker likes to create and and get outside the pocket, make plays, that scramble mentality. So no, I don't, I I don't think it'd be a good fit.
2: Yeah, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, I'll Um, I'll back it off. (laughs) So we'll wrap this up here. I got one more for you. Um, You know, you're down there in Florida. There's a lot of talk in the offseason. If the Dolphins should take another quarterback, do you think two is the guy? Are they committed to him long term? Or do you think this is kind of a prove it year for him?
3: It's got to be a prove it year. I, I I base everything on how I watch. I mean, and the, and the cool part is we do a show at one of the Beefo Brady's down here, and it's got like 50 screens in front. So I'm watching every game. And, you know, what, what a tough gig on a Sunday. But when it comes down to it, more wings, please. But when it comes down to it, I'm just, I, I'm not sold on him. I mean, ever since the injury, he's had some brutal injuries that really, and he doesn't have enough power and arm strength to me to create that throw. And I think there's a lot of stuff what you saw with his knee, with his hips, with his shoulder. I mean, he's, He's bruised up. You saw Andrew Luck. I mean, he he tried everything he could to keep his career going. He just couldn't. And, and he was, I mean, the, he played behind a deplorable offensive line and now it's one of the best in the league, but he's probably like, come on, dude. But um, <laughs> when, when it comes down to, uh, to Miami, no, they're, they're a defense run first type team. They do have some weapons. They, they added a couple playmakers, Jalen Waddle in the draft is, which personally, I, I think that Devonte Smith, people talk about his weight, but Uh, Once again, basing on just what you watch, the guy in half. I mean, Ohio State fans know another. I mean, watch. I mean, mean, the way that he plays. uh, Who watches that guy and was like, oh no, 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 he's too small. (laughs) oh i'm sorry like that's like watching it like spud Webb dunk a basketball and be like he can't dunk he's five seven be like dude just won the slam dunk contest be like nah he's too small like those people that just are narcissistic they're not listening like i don't understand why his weights get if anything that that makes everybody else look like fools at six five two fifty because nobody could stop the guy the guy literally had the best season we've ever seen from a wide receiver in a shortened season and it was he won the heisman i mean and and so I, I think they should have gone with Smith. Uh, I think Philly actually got a decent move, which is rare for Philly. But uh, when it comes down to something uh, with Tua, I think he he definitely has to prove it. He did not look great. He, the, the eye test, he did not pass it uh, for most of the time. And the big game where Buffalo is supposed to be resting players – and they get slaughtered. They, they don't just lose. The came for Miami fans that have seen Sage Rosenfels and Cleo Lemon at quarterback since Dan Marino. And they have a shot at the playoffs if they win the game at home and they just get crushed by Buffalo. And uh, that was his game. And Fitzpatrick had COVID, so they couldn't even put in the bearded one.
2: I, um, I think what's eye-opening, you see uh, who the receivers were that he played with in college. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he had Waddle, Smith. Jerry Judy, Jerry Henry Ruggs, yep. Jerry Judy. Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, I mean, Ruggs yeah. He had legit. And pretty decent offensive line, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, he, you know, he was supposed to be like the second coming of Jesus, a quarterback. And, I mean, who couldn't be a quarter, good quarterback <laughs> at Alabama? Greg McElroy was a good quarterback at Alabama, you know? Well,
3: but, and I'll keep this brief. I know you're like, yeah, right, this guy. But, but uh, when it comes down to it, Uh, I would say he does deserve more time Uh, to to say anybody in half a season. And his record, I think, was six and three as a starter. So that has to be put into account, too. But uh, like we said, they're definitely if he doesn't have a good season, I think they're looking. Uh, That's the NFL today. If if a guy's not working right away, you have to move on or you're going to be stuck back. You have to have a a franchise quarterback. And uh, Tua has not proven that yet. Herbert has proved it. Uh, Burrow looked like at the part, but his season was cut short. Tua still has to prove that he's there there every day, but I think they made the right decision not drafting a quarterback this soon and giving him a chance.
2: I agree. I think a half a season is too soon to give up. A season and a half is, if you don't at least see something to give you hope, I think you got to move on.
3: Yeah, and and getting rid of Fitzpatrick can only help, I think, his his psyche. And nobody wants to play where every single pass they make, they feel they're looking behind them. And I think the offense they ran really – worked with what Tua did in college they didn't do a spread make him where they get guys open where they can hit them quick Tua wants to get almost like a Brady style where it's spread out the quick hitters things like that the over the top he's got good accuracy last year's offense was built more around a run game and the receivers weren't that good around him so that did not help but there was just there was something uncomfortable with watching the offense I mean they won a lot of defensive type games but uh, he did not look great
2: well, hey man, we'll get you out of here. Uh, we appreciate you being here with us today. That was awesome. Uh, hopefully, we can do this again sometime. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to wait, you know, months and months to do it. Uh, now that we got we got all the kinks worked out, we should be able to make it happen quicker. Uh, so, thanks again for being with us. It was awesome.
3: No, thank you guys, It's uh, really appreciate it. Looking forward to the football season. And, uh, you know, Cleveland uh, got some loyal fans down here as well. And uh, they, they always invite me, and they got some really good tailgate food. So, uh, I'm <laughs> that's, right. what we, so. that's what we
2: do. I didn't get this way by not eating. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: you have a good one, man.
3: You guys have a good one. Appreciate it, guys. Yep. Later, bro. All right, see ya.
2: Well, hey, I think that went pretty well. That was uh that was good. Chad was brillante. Yeah, yeah. very funny. <laughs> You like what I did there? Very funny. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So, I think we should just go ahead and wrap this thing up. I think that was a good way to do it. Yeah. Um so we want to thank you guys for checking out another episode of the dogs big thank you to chad for being with us today uh, that went you know that was awesome that was worth the wait remember to drop us a voicemail at the dogs at the dogs in the drop down menu vote for the browns record check out our patreon basically just go find us somewhere and like us yeah uh, for everybody who is a member of the patreon we'll see you on the dogs after Hours show right after this for everyone else i uh, hope you guys have a good week Thanks for listening to another episode of the dogs podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at the dogs podcast and become an official dog pack member and join the dogs.com.